When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dolphin the Phantom Menace, Lone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the Force is from the All. And remember, Sith Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the Force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Josh. There you go. <laughs> I'm Matt. Matt. There we go. And this hey, is the up? Star Wars Stuff Podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll never do that again. That was awful. Please, yeah, please stop. That was not. We <laughs> <laughs> do a little soundboard just for those yeah. sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> a soundboard kind of podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like you'd just be like, like yeah. Not right now, though. All right. Not so <laughs> we've got we've got celebration panels. We've got uh, Soka news. We've got Jude Law news. We've got Kenobi, Lando, Mandalorian season three news. And we have my kind of breakdown, which we'll talk about, of the first three movies in the new Lego Star Wars game. And Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Um, but let's jump into it. Uh, for Star Wars Celebration, as most of you know, it's coming up in May. Uh, it is going to be May 26th through the 29th. Most of the podcast is going, and exciting enough, we actually, well, not actually, but like, like I'm, I'm not surprised, but we got a media badge, and I knew that was going to happen. Very, very exciting stuff. Uh, and then also, uh, we are going to have a panel um, where it will be in the last day of Star Celebration. There will be, let's see, myself, Brooke, Matt, David, James, and Sam, and Ray, all on the same stage. And we'll be doing a live podcast in front of an audience, which is really, really exciting stuff. A self-produced live podcast. Yes. So that's that's very exciting. So if you're interested, uh, we will be dropping more details soon. But that's very, very exciting stuff. And it's just an honor to be getting a – like a being noticed by Lucasfilm in general. So that's exciting. Uh, But the Star Celebration um, will be opening on May 26th in their first panel. Cool, but kind of lazy writing in my opinion of the name is Mm. the, is the, uh, is the Lucasfilm. It is the Lucasfilm panel. That's, that's the name of it. And it's a very broad name because Lucasfilm has a lot of titles. So, uh, yeah. But in the description, they will be talking about, um, and people who are involved in it, so most likely John Favreau and all of them, uh, it will be uh, the director of Obi-Wan Kenobi, including some of the actors there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they will be talking about Andor. Some of the actors will come there. We'll most likely see a trailer for Andor at that point. And we'll see the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi at that point, most likely. And then Mandalorian season three. And then other projects that they've, 
kind of announced, but haven't like officially really talked about it. So like that leaked show of um, tales of uh, tales of a Jedi, and then there's the droid show. So they'll be talking about about a bunch of projects. So other future projects, and that's all going to be like in one panel, and that's on day one. So that's going to be a big panel. Unfortunately, they are doing the lottery system, which really really sucks. Oh no! Yeah, dude, I I'm so I'm so annoyed. You feel uh, lucky, punk? No, I don't. I, I was that not lucky last time. That was by the way. That was yeah. just out these old pipes. Wow, so dude. Just open the doors again and have you guys just rush in. Like, well, like Black in, Friday like, style? Dude, no, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if I told you this story, Josh, but for Star Celebration 2019, for the panel for episode nine, when they did lottery system, James and David got it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. No, no. And uh, and we were in line to go to the showcase, and you know they realized that they lowered the number for the episode nine panel. So the and they wanted like the whole room to be full, right? Mm-hmm. And they had the room maybe half full. And this is a big stadium, like this is in Chicago, and then. David and James were just like, hey, listen, you know, they're right. not really <laughs> like they're not sure what's going on because and they need numbers. So we took the risk of going up there and, and you know, of just kind of walking in. And and I looked at um, uh, I, I looked at my friend Chris and then I looked at the other co-host, Joseph. And we had to make a decision if we were going to lose our place in line on the show floor or try and get into this panel and then not get into the panel and then have a crappy like area to go to like on the show floor. So we sprinted over there. We, (laughs) we like, like walked through the doors. We were handed these, these episode nine, like hats, like, like winter hats. And I was like, like, this is awesome. This is cool. We like ended up like getting in, I didn't think we would because of no, I, I like, we pretty much snuck in into that panel. Like mm-hmm. we Ooh. like really like snuck into that panel. You already here, folks. And, and um, come get him. And uh, Colin's and, the only one that would act, like, Colin is definitely one of those people that would completely do that. Just break the law. No, that was the number one panel that I wanted to be at. The okay, entire so. con. I, okay. I mean, they ended up having the Mandalorian panel, but I didn't know what the Mandalorian was. I was like, Episode nine. I want to be there. I, I want to be there when Daisy with the Mandalorian. When when Oscar Isaac and all those actors come out, I want to be there. And uh, and you know what? I made it happen, and I was there, and I got the same determination to be at that panel. Like that Lucasfilm panel is going to be the number one that I'm, I'm going to want to be at. Hmm. Ugh, then um, Pedro Pascal at the other one's like, it's me. Oh, there's yeah. no one here because they're all at the other panel. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, they actually had like panels every single day, so they ended up having the the, the Mandalorian panel and they had the Clone Wars panel on that Sunday. And I went to that panel for the Mandalorian. I ended up winning that in the lottery. I'm really glad I did because I got to see some uh, some footage that like people online didn't get to see, and then we got this exclusive Mandalorian poster, and I was like so pumped for it. And I so. As much as like the lottery system works for some people, at the same time, I don't think it's a good idea. Because of camping in line was always essential. 
um, to start celebration back in the day because if first you camped in line, time. yeah, if if, if 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 you camped in line, you were guaranteed a spot, and not only that, you were re you were always rewarded by camping in line because actors would show up during the night and like surprise you. Like I I, I met Ryan Johnson. I was in. I camped out in line for the last Jedi panel, and Ryan Johnson came on through. Again, not the biggest fan of that movie. I think you punched cool him experience. in the face. He <laughs> 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 didn't know at that time. He's just like, you're the you're my hero. He's like, yeah, I'll do a great job with the films. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Three months later, he released. But like, but I, I but I still think it it, it was a cool experience because I was like, I would have never got to meet Ryan Johnson like that, or or any of the other actors if I didn't camp in line and now they took that away i think that's a horrible idea now i i understand because of covid and health reasons and everything mm-hmm. and but now we are out of that like we are mostly out of it um for the most part and everyone going has that. to be either vaxxed um uh they, 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 they have to be vaxxed and boosted so a lot of people going like you know have to be tested and all that stuff so I don't think we should be doing lottery system. Now, the only reason why they did the lottery system in Chicago is because it's Chicago and it's cold, uh, and uh, especially in April. So it made sense why they didn't have camping out in line. But I really, really hope that next year, hopefully it's going to be in celebration. That honestly is the rumor. But if it's uh, – uh, well, of that celebration is going to be in Orlando. And if, that, and if that is the case, you know, that's great for us. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're set. That's a, 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 Josh, that's if great you don't us. go, you're you're just <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited if it if it comes here. Really oh yeah, it. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm like Josh. I would love to see you and Mason both a celebration and just see your like reactions to everything because it's it's such a cool experience and and I'm gonna be able to see that reaction of Matt this year. And Bruce. bro, me and Colin would be like in our like cosplay workshop like every day, just getting ready to prep for like. A yeah, I'm, I'm doing that right now. I ju- I just <laughs> got my wig for Anakin, so after this, I'm I'm, I'm going to test it out. I'm going to have the scar and everything. He's going to do the hair fun. flip. That's how you're going to test it. <laughs> what's it? What's, oh, it, yeah. what's it? It's what, what kind of hair is it made out of? Horse. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> it might be horse hair. No, no. Um, I I believe it's actually made out of like equine. I think so. I think so. It's. It, I mean, it's. It's really good. I. I That's what I'm saying. The, it's like. The, yeah. I like sent you this side by side comparison, man, and it's really, really good. Um, but the belt should be here by the end of the week, so that's super exciting. Uh, a lot of yeah. this costume. You feel proud of yourself? Uh yeah, yeah, I do. I've, 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 I've been sending the buckles. My like goal was to have it done by May fourth, so it it will be done by May fourth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's like convenient. Yeah. Star Wars Day, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Whoa, uh, but yeah. So Star Wars celebration, fun, fun. Um, that will be happening. Um, like that panel is going to be happening on that, uh, on that, uh, on that Thursday of May twenty sixth. And then they've you know announced a, a couple of the actors and people being there. Um, the actor who plays Black Chris Santin, uh, the the adopted son of George Lucas. Um, which is crazy. I, I, I honestly would love the guy. Who, I would love the guy who played the kid, um, and Revenge of the Sith, where he's like Master Skywalker. There's too many of them. If that kid showed up, I guarantee that line just to meet him would be so. Long. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, it's it it, it it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, most of the Star Wars stuff podcast will be there. 
we'll have merch as well. So if you see us, we're excited. Um, and most of us are wearing costumes too. I, I, I know David's going to be wearing his file for stuff. I think Matt is trying to work on his math, the math, the radar, radar tech. Yeah. yeah. It's me. Um, uh, so someone, uh, someone today I saw was, was wearing a shirt that had, um, that had Adam driver as at, he, he was as Randy, the intern from the sketch from the, um, from, from SNL. So I, I, so I saw him and I was like, I was like, you know, there's a theory going around that Matt, the radar technician, Randy, the intern and Kylo Ren are all the same person. And then, and then, <laughs> and then, and, and, and then the people were like, yeah, I keep hearing that too. And we were just talking about like of all the sketches and everything. It was just funny. And, uh, and, and, and the person next to me was like, you really love this, don't you? I'm like, yeah, I do. Because <laughs> of... Yeah, dude, it's so cool. I love Star Wars, man. I, I so uh, I I have an updated yeah. list of all the guests uh, that are at Celebration that have been announced thus far. Let's hear it. Let's go. Going. Let's go. But oh, um, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. What do you mean, but? Well, no, I was gonna. I I, I was trying to. I forgot the point of the story. So let's go. Matt. That Matt is working on Matt, the radar technician. Possibly. That's me. That's what I'm doing. Huh. So <laughs> guest stars are as thus follows: Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano. Wow. Ian Mc. <laughs> I almost Ian, said Daniel. Ian I almost Mc said McDonald Mc for some reason. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Anthony Daniels, C3PO, uh, Doug Chiang, Lucasfilm VP and Executive Creator Director. I'm very excited. Uh, Steve Sansweet, uh, Executive Chairman and Founder of uh, Rancher Obi Wan. We have glitching is what we have. We have uh, Giancarlo Espit. Oh, what's Espedito? That Esposito. is Moff Gideon. I could, I'm not good with names. Uh, Moff Gideon. We have yep. our boy Jonas with Chewbacca. Jaboy, uh, Jonas. Not, uh, not, not Jonas. 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 Yeah. I think is. Yeah. Was it with a, with a Y? Like, is yeah. A no, it's here? like it's like Jonas, but with two O's. Like like the Jonas Brothers. Jonas. But it's pronounced like, like a Jonas. <laughs> Jonas is is the way that you pronounce it, so okay. it sounds like it's with a Y. But yeah, Daniel going. Logan, a boy, Boba Fett uh, from um, Attack of the Clones. He's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> okay, Amit Abathi, Abbot guys. <laughs> I feel like Connor right now. Abbot Who do they? Oh wow. <laughs> Dr. Pershing from The Mandalorian. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. He's like Carrie. the first one to wear glasses in Star Wars, isn't he? Yeah, other than tech. Yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to say anything because then Josh will say I'm mansplaining and I'm not, but okay. What are we talking Wait, about? Wait, is he not? No, he's not. Who wears glasses Carrie in Jones, the voice of Chris would you, Would you like me to tell you? Sure. sure. Okay. Um. So in uh in Star Wars Rebels, um there uh there was the episode where the Empire actually hacks Chopper, and most of all those people were like the same kind of android like Lobot, and the main person like in that episode who's like the main antagonist is wearing glasses. There's other people in that room that are wearing glasses is, is, as well. Is, so was it so, the first like live action 
If you count out the e the the Ewok movies, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. they're not canon. So so no. going back for them, the list of guest stars <laughs> we have Orly Shachan yeah. playing who played Shock T in the prequel films. Um, we have our boy Charles Soule from uh, he was the writer of the book of Star Wars: The High Republic. Um, we have Daniel Jose Older, Star Wars from the High Republic, uh, writer as well. Uh, Claudia Gray, writer of The Lost Stars and Bloodline. I bet she is super, super excited um, uh, like about presenting her book. But I know Gray's super excited as well because of she like just got done. I remember when uh, we met Claudia back in um, yeah. 2019. Uh, she was super nice. But there's also Justina Ireland, uh, writer of uh, Lando's Luck. Uh, Kevin Scott, director, writer of uh, another writer of Star Wars: The High Republic. <clears throat> and then we also have um, Katie Sackoff, who played Bo-Katan Kreese. Yay! Yay! Emily Swallow, who played the Armor in Mandalorian. <laughs> Carl Weathers, uh, grief. Uh, Karga mm-hmm. and Mandalorian, as well as uh, Michelle Ang from The Bad Batch, and D. Bradley Baker from The Bad Batch. Basically, The Bad Batch is showing up. Well, uh, that and and well, yeah, that and every single clone, like Rex, Commander Cody, all of them, the Clone Wars. That's really exciting. We have the OG Boba Fett, Dickie Beer. Mm-hmm. He was Amy a grown-up as Wallen last year. Ayla Sakura, Amy w- Allen. That's why I said not Wallen. And uh, I think that's the most up-to-date list of guests that are appearing that I have. So, and it, I know it's going to get longer. Uh, they usually always will announce, like, the, the ones that they confirmed, like, a long time ago. But they'll wait for bigger names, obviously, to con- conceal um, certain aspects of, I don't know, like, the show. Like, of Kenobi, they're not going to announce those guests that will be there, obviously. Um, so, Yeah. That's a pretty cool guest list. If so, you know what? Here's a good question: If there was one person from Star Wars that you could meet, like who who would it be? I think I have an idea on on who yours would be, Matt. But Josh, who who do like they, character like, or like person well, in of, the Star of, Wars? Well, of of the actor, actor. Okay, yeah, actor. Ooh. Yeah, actor. Because I have a mad hard love for Natalie Portman, so getting to meet her IRL, she yeah. will probably. I'm telling you right now, she she probably will be at the 20th anniversary panel for Attack of the Clones. Like I guarantee it. Like, Don't I, even care. She's got my heart. She's got. I my would be blown. I would. I would not. I would not be surprised if she wasn't there because of she's like getting back into like all that stuff like including with Thor, i just hope she's thunder. not too busy with uh yeah love and thunder I, I think they're pretty pretty much wrapped up with her filming but i'm not entirely yeah. sure um probably peter cushing to be fair that would have been really, really cool <laughs> well well i i so so him so him and christopher lee probably what yeah, would be like, either, the, either those two. Oh, Christopher oh my gosh, Lee is a good one. He, he oh would have gosh. so many dope stories. Yeah, honestly, I, I would probably want to talk to him about more than just Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, well, I mean, well, so yeah, phenomenally like, great. Like he, 
he on uh on on the set of Star Wars, but mainly on the set of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff. He he was always educating like everyone, like like j- 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 just about life and history. And like he's he like had so many great stories. Um, but I think for me it would either be George Lucas, which I think we kind of already did with uh, when uh, Josh Robert oh, Thompson. Oh, you met was him, right? oh, Okay. Well, yeah, because it felt like through through when Josh Robert Thompson was here, mm-hmm. but Harrison Ford. And then probably Mark Hamill. I have met Hayden. That honestly was a dream come true. I love. I'm surprised you didn't say I met Beth. I'm gonna be honest with you, because <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. Well, soon, man. Very, very soon. But uh, uh, but yeah, no. I I really, really, really would love to meet um, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. And Mark Hamill would be like a dream come true because of my like you know childhood heroes were like Mark Hamill. Harrison Ford, and then Hayden Christensen. I think like, Mark Hamill would be like everything you could ever dream for, but then Harrison Ford would be like the exact opposite. Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he would just like, not want to talk about anything. I would just like to at least shake his hand and be like, thank you. And, and, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> then he would be like, oh, cool. get out of here. No. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Give me the money. Um, George, yeah, right no. I think... I think George Lucas would be – I think he would have, like, mixed feelings about everything. But at the same time, I think he would love to, like, talk more about 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 the production and all that stuff. Um, I think the more obscure questions th- th- that you ask, like, for example, if, if I was like, can you please tell me what your actual thought process was on Max Rebo? I, I, I think he would be delighted by that and, like, actually dive deep into that. Like, something in the lines of that. I think that would be cool. Um I think Rick McCallum would be a great one too. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, really cool. But yeah, so boom. Um, but yeah, there are definitely going to be more people that we can already guess that's going to be announced, so like Pedro Pascal. That's um, exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then there will also, you know, you know, most likely be Ahmed Best. There will be a bunch of the main actors. My goal, uh, with my friend Christian is to get a photo shoot, um, like, like a photo op with Hayden and, and Ewan, that would be like the ultimate goal because if he is doing like his revenge of the Sith, there'll be one that I'm doing Anakin from revenge of the Sith. So that'd be really cool. But I think Ian McDermott is probably going to be someone that I might do a, um, do a photo op with. Mm. I think that'd be really, really cool. Yeah. But yeah, how guys. Much, how much do those like do those cost? Is it just kind of like a first come first serve kind of thing? Um, I know it must be like a varying cost between all of them. I think photo op maybe like hundred seventy five. Okay, hundred. They have the actual prices, but for like Hayden and like and like those main actors like Pedro Pascal, I guarantee like the price would go way way up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Because of their main characters, like if 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 they end up doing like a photo op with Natalie Portman, you bet it would be like five. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, that poor that girl better expect a ring from me. I swear to God, get out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but Natalie, so- I'm Dutch and I'm willing to spend that much on you just to talk to you. So, <laughs> you know, take a hint. You know, okay. All right. I could be your real life Thor. And something else. Oh, Love and okay. thunder, you know what I mean? No, shut shut up. 
Uh, but yeah, dropping the hammer. And, uh, and then there's also going to be the um, there's also going to be a Mandalorian panel on May 28th, which that will you know talk about the first two seasons and I guess season 2.5 from the Book of Boba Fett. And Ooh. then they will also um, be showing like of what the future of season three is. There's a rumor going around that Mando season three is going to be dropping this summer. Apparently, that's the rumor going around. I mean. Honestly, I could see it coming just because of what we saw in the book of Boba Fett. I'd be like, that would be cool. But it's also being a rival with Kenobi. So that also wouldn't make sense to me. Because of could uh, you for the Bad Batch, depending on when they release that. Yeah. They're also doing a panel for the Bad Batch as well. There is going to be a lot of Star Wars, like in May. Like May is going to be the month of Star Wars. Like, yes, it's got Doctor Strange in it. But other than that, it's, it, it's, it's going to be mainly be Star Wars. Get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, but in that panel, uh, um, they will have John Favreau and Dave Filoni with special Ooh. with special guests for a look back and a look ahead on on what's to come. So I think they will definitely have Christopher Lloyd come up on stage. Which oh my gosh, bro, I will flip out. Oh that man, was pretty nuts. Oh shoot, man. So yeah, no, I am I am super super excited for that. Um and then uh and then they have like the new um and then they have the panel for the Bad Batch, which mm-hmm. um Where do you think we're gonna go with that series? I really don't know. Because of they are exploring large gap timelines from the movies because they like started like right at the end of Re- Revenge the Sith. And, and you got that 20-year gap from that point to A New Hope. And there's a lot that happens during during that 20-year that gap. But then you have that stuff that happens in Rebels where you're like, well, why isn't the Bad Batch with Rex? Why is it just like Rex, Wolf, and, and, and Gregor? And they actually saved Gregor. We actually saw Gregor in season one of the Bad Batch. So now it's like two of those clones have ties with the Bad Batch. What happened to them? Why are they not helping the Rebel Alliance? So at some point, people will you know not make like it, and I think, and, and I think at some point they will have like a like a Game of Thrones season, like they announced, like they're doing for Doctor Strange. I mean, not Doctor Strange for Stranger Things, because apparently this this new season of Stranger Things is is referenced as the Game of Thrones season. So that means a lot of people will die, or you know, important characters will die. So I could see them doing that with maybe this season or the next season of the Bad Batch. We're gonna kill some people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, pop up Cal Kestis, please. Huh? <laughs> would please? you rather have him premiere in live action first, or would you rather see him in the Bad Batch? Live action, easily. Yeah. But I wouldn't care. I just want to see him start, start popping up in actual Star Wars media. Yeah, he's level. He's literally like one of the biggest fan characters right now, dude. Hugely. His like his. I'm I'm, I'm surprised that his lightsaber isn't isn't sold out. Like I like. Heard the other day that it, it was still there. I'm like, that's crazy. And then and they and they probably stocked a bunch on it because they knew it was going to sell well. And it really, maybe they're really doing has. better this time around with uh, those uh, those uh, scalpers. Maybe you can only buy one. Oh really? Oh, okay. Two items well, per wait, person. Well, well, one one. Uh, yeah, it's two items per person. But yeah. like, you can buy two of them, put them together, but then that's it. You're done for the day. I love that. Good job, Disney. Because <laughs> of Eric May, still pissed about last time. May May fourth was crazy, bro. 
like I'm glad that my wife got her Ahsoka lightsabers when she did because no joke, like as she was walking out, Matt and Brooke saw a guy carrying like 12 boxes. Yeah, of, like if, of, if of Brooke went to go get her Ahsoka ton of lightsabers and said, sorry, all out, and then I saw that guy walking down the concourse, tackle. He's going to get tackled, and I'm taking at least one. Yeah, maybe more. Of, just to... that that was ridiculous. That should have <laughs> never happened. Nah, like... nah, he's, he's, I respect the hustle, bro. Like, <laughs> red. Well, yeah, but at the same time, you're also like doing it so you can make a profit. But then oh, yeah. you're also taking that like Robin Hood up in here from, from a kid wrist. or from someone that really, really wants that. Because because of, of no joke, if if like you know if Brooke like. If they told Brooke, they were like, oh, hey, you know, we, like, just sold out. And then, you know, you, like, saw that guy with, like, 12 boxes. I would be so mad. I would be so livid. Tackle. Yeah. So, uh-huh. but, yeah. No, I I think that we'll be seeing a lot more of Cal Kestis here very soon. And I think we're actually going to get a panel. They haven't announced it yet, but for a panel for the future of Star Wars games. And at that panel... They will have something with the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, um, which is I'm, really, really I'm extremely excited about it. Yeah, yeah. So that will be very, very, very Cal cool. dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, so that will be fun. Star Wars Celebration is going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, kind of going in and to the shows and everything. For Ahsoka, ooh, ooh, ooh. one of the directors for Ahsoka um, will be the co-director for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, that's really only the work that I know of his. Um, and ooh, Peter that, that, yeah, that like movie was phenomenal. It won an Oscar. Um, I'm curious what he's got up his sleeve for Ahsoka. Do you remember uh, he was also uh, the director for? You remember that movie, The Rise of the Guardians, with like Jack Frost and yeah, and like he was the director of that film too. Oh, okay, um, interesting. Yeah, I, so, I just watched that recently for the first time. A Wrinkle in Time, the the Disney film. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a storyboard artist for Seth Rogen's Sausage Party. <laughs> oh wow, didn't know that. Yeah, he was on that project too. He's done a lot of work with like the Shrek series, uh, um, Shrek the Halls, and and he was a uh, part of Shark Tales too. You know, Shark Tales. Oh, okay. well, you know what? Now, now that I know he's part of Shark Tales, now yeah. I'm, like, I'm all in for sure, man. You're gonna catch <laughs> okay. him doing cool stuff out there, but yeah, Spider Verse <laughs> is a definitely good representation of the most recent work that he's done. Um. But it's of, just going to be interesting to see him because most of his work is in the animated department, and yeah. seeing him move to a live action situation, uh, it's different for him, I guess. Well, it's not different. He's obviously he's done live action stuff, but from what we know, it's a departure from his norm. There you go. Thank you. Words. <laughs> Words. Ouch. But yeah. What do you, uh, yeah. like, besides Thrawn and Ezra, what do you think the main plot of the show will be? Do you think she will step, and I'm, I I think we talked about it like a month ago, I'll start back, but. Yeah, or it's like. Do you, 
You're seeing the Jedi's path throughout, like, yeah, throughout time. I'd love for them to be like her to be able to see back in time where like we get the full explanation because we have like like do the whole like it was one planet thing and then two have been split apart and then you get to see like like where every like the beginnings of all this stuff and how stuff has changed over the years and she's like learning all this stuff for herself. I think that would be really cool. And then like maybe it's it's like a hint at the audience and showing how much the Jedi actually lost their way in her time comparatively back to back then. I'd love to see that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, but I also want to know more about, like, because we, we saw in uh, Season 7 of the Clone Wars, we saw what Ahsoka dealt with, but then there's the timeline between when we see her and uh, Mandalorian for the first time and End of Rebels, you know? Or... How, how does that timeline work again? It's we see her, and when does she face off with Vader? What what season, point in the timeline is that? Season two of so that I so that timeline got that timeline was technically rewritten, right? Because she gets pulled out of it, yeah, by Ezra, yeah. and then at what point in Star Wars history does? Does she get pulled into? Um, you know, she she gets pulled into Star Wars history like shortly after that battle. Like after, all right. So re- remember when the episode aired? Like not not the episode of where Ezra, you know, pulls her out of that timeline, but of where Vader is walking out of that temple, damaged, and and then we end up seeing like like that ghostly figure walking down the stairs. Right. Um, that is where she. You know, ends up yeah. like fitting in, in into the timeline. Okay. So, so she was brought back into the original timeline, but shortly <clears throat> after, you know, where she died. <clears throat> so, to the galaxy, she's dead until after the events of Return of the Jedi, and then she pops up, you know, with Luke and everything. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that that show will be wild for sure. Uh, and then we have the delay of Obi Wan Kenobi. So the original thing it was going to drop on that Wednesday on May twenty fifth, but then barely a delay. Yeah, which is good for people going to celebration because yeah. most likely at that panel, everyone at that panel will be most likely. Can you say episode three as well? Because yeah. they're doing their first, I swear they're like doing the first two as like. How long do you think we're gonna be sitting in that convention center? Well, like, I so I bring went a lunch to, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, at Star Celebration 2017, I went to the panel for Star Wars Rebels, and they showed like the first two to three episodes of season four. Oh, like like it was the last season of Star Wars Rebels, and uh, and and they showed the first three episodes of of, of the show at that panel. And, and, yeah, but and was that before, or after, like the the questioning and all the interviews and stuff like that? Like, yeah, how, how that long was you after in that physical room for. We were in there for an hour, and then they were like, "Here's the episodes," and I was like, "Oh, cool." So, and and then those episodes actually didn't like make it to you know Disney XD until maybe three or four months after. Uh, but it's different because of the. 
because of this will be a huge panel. And then most likely Kenobi will be the last thing they talk about. Cause then they'll be like, here's the first two episodes. <laughs> yeah, um, right. yeah. And then we'll be in there for two hours. It'll be like, all right, cool. Because of that's then that makes sense. Why that's the main, like why that's the main panel. Um, on that day because there's no other big panels going on like hands down that will probably be the biggest panel besides um any of the future of the other future stars projects but it sounds like all the future projects will be at that panel yeah uh but from from the perspective of not going to be a celebration josh how do you feel about um that being delayed (laughs) It's not that bad because if it was longer, like by a significant amount, I'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're getting like the episodes like back to back, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's like yep. a little like, here you go, we're sorry, here, yeah. here's a little present, and I'm like, that's completely fine. Um, personally, like if you're using that three arc structure of like a pilot, it's gonna be like a you have a one two and three episodes and it's like the beginning the middle and end and that's what you have to really get you hooked into the show so having that cliffhanger from the second episode will be really good to try and get people back in yeah so i'm pretty excited for that i I, I hate cliffhangers yeah i'm guarantee you (laughs) it will blow everyone away this like show is the most anticipated thing that they've done like yes there are the sequels there's mandalorian and everything well, this is something that everyone's been wanting day one since George mm-hmm. Lucas sold yep. it. So Guaranteed. there's a lot like high expectations, like high expectations. And if this doesn't do well, I don't know what's going to happen. But well, this like, show fair. has to do well. If they Take said, her head, they said, if they said like, hey, we're going to delay this entire thing by like four months, five months. Yeah. And I'd be like, why? And then they, and then this is the only thing they would have to say is like, we're going to change the, uh, the Grand Inquisitor's look, and everyone would be like, oh, "Okay, fair enough." <laughs> but like, we need to understand something. We understand what we did. Not I understand. Oh, okay, so actually, recently, uh, recently, Matt, Matt, Brooke, and I were watching. Um, we were watching the um, in the making, the in the making of Revenge of the Sith, and they actually get to the part where they actually um, show where they're creating the the actual headpiece and everything for the people of Utapah. And no joke, the like headpiece yeah. is long, like like the Grand Inquisitors. And so the, the actor's head. So they've done it before, but what they're not doing, which kind of makes sense, is like kind of like what they had to do for Ahsoka of where her um her Laku or I can't know it's it, it it's not Laku it's something else. Her um, headpiece thing we know her headtails yeah yeah, her yeah, head yeah. yeah those um were shorter than what it should have been like from from what <clears throat> we saw in Rebels and it's because of the action scenes and everything and that and I I guess that's fine that makes sense but this is the most anticipated show you like have to be dealing with like <sighs> all that stuff. Now here's what I don't get. It's how come a company such as Lucasfilm that has been uh, the fourth runner of of technology in the film industry for the very past long time two, two to four decades, how come they went from creating digital media and art in such a way that they could 
have a man put a foam head on himself, such as Jar Jar Binks, and they can make it come alive as they do on screen. But when it comes to live action Mandalorian or Ahsoka series, Book of Boba Fett, or any of the future projects, they are going with as realistic as possible without requiring like like physical augmentations of the footage. And I'm like just wondering why they are going this direction because they could have easily made Ahsoka's headpiece to look the way it's supposed to with digital configuration. Yes, there's a cost to that, um, but it's it's Lucasfilm at Disney. Like that pra- pra- people dollars. like practical effects rather than just like a CG effect more. And I know that like that that is a passion thing rather than anything else. Like most people will be like, I want more practical than I want special, and that's what they're trying to push for. Um, time constraints. All that kind of stuff may might might make it easier. It, it it is like a definite definite thing where you're kind of like, but you're Lucasfilm, you should be able to push forward and like make something new, because they they're probably spending all their budget on like like CG budget on like Luke scenes. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I've been watching the Phantom Menace back to back for like the past week in preparation for a script, and. <sighs> I can I can honestly tell you that in 1999 when in 19 when they were producing the Phantom Menace and if you go back and look at it, you're like wow that's some pretty like okay like animation for it being 1999 and you can tell like with like the Matrix who uh, beat them out for the best picture that year that like even back then animation was a whole different arena than it is now today mm-hmm. but the fact that they're like just admiss- admitting and saying, like omitting the idea to augmently uh, fix that to be look proper, and the same way with what we're going to see with the Grand Inquisitor here in, in uh, Ahsoka, or uh, not Ahsoka, but um, Kenobi. I just find it I don't understand because I'm like I said I'm in like this research mode where I'm just constantly looking at like in very discriminate detail how they how they make Star Wars. And just to understand that from this perspective and then to try and understand why they chose not to, even though they could have, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Is it okay, for, do you for, do you, yeah. is it okay for them to mess up? Or do you think no, that they should It's not that been they're like... messing up. They're choosing, they're choosing not to go the distance that they could go. It's like mm-hmm. I, my car can go 180 miles an hour and I could win this race, but I think third place is okay. And I think going 160 is just fine. That's that's how I that's what I feel like. That's an analogy of of how Lucasfilm and Disney are addressing um, these live action series. That and the fact that they're pumping them out so fast, like they started producing uh, the Phantom Menace in 1997, and it came out two and a half years later. But with like the season one of Mandalorian, that that turnaround time was less than one year, and that has literally more hours or to minute content. Because it's it's got how many or twelve episodes, uh, and whereas uh, the Phantom Menace is an hour and uh, fifty six minute film, so I understand that they had a lot more time to uh, create a lot less um, content. So I understand that, but like with certain aspects, such as uh, Colin brought up in Mandalorian with Ahsoka's headpiece, that being such a talk point or talking point, why wouldn't they address it? Like. 
See, like, head, so I don't really care nearly as much as the head tails thing, as much as I think the Inquisitor's problem is so blatant. Like, okay, whatever. Right, head that's tails, like, I'll so that as an example. I don't keep saying a headpiece. But I totally understand. I, I, I get what you're saying, that their, I, their focuses are elsewhere. And I get that the timeline is accelerated by tenfold, and they have to produce like 10 times the amount of content in less than half the time. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But something as trivial as one of the primary antagonists oh yeah appearance is a very large key point for the for the project and for us to all recognize that person as someone else you're like you can't tell me that that guy is from Utapau cuz he looks like a burnt avocado that's not how that works <laughs> yeah we're like i i would say like Ahsoka's one it's passable it's annoying but we got over it it's fine yeah this, on the other hand, it's very bad. I don't see that in a good light at all. Like, I, I'm no. looking at it going, like, you don't even have Sith eyes. Like, not even Sith eyes. And that's what's really annoying. Do you think it's maybe before he gets Sith eyes? Because of... I don't he, remember he hasn't in the slammed for the chlorine pool yet of the Sith. Cause I don't he's, remember. He's like the, the guard or the temple, because he's a temple yeah. guard, technically. I Maybe. I don't remember in in the comics when when we see him in there if he has Sith eyes yet because during that point, Darth Vader comes back from a mission or whatever, and then the Grand Inquisitor was instructed by Palpatine to try and kill him in the old Jedi library in the temple, and uh, and then and then Darth Vader spars with him, but I don't remember if he has his eyes yet because of that that might, that right there might be an explanation. Like right there. Yeah. Well. But yeah. That's so, another podcast for another day. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah. So that is the. That's the main stuff about Kenobi. And that's coming in almost in a month. Like it's it's right around the corner. I can't believe it, man. Uh, and then we have Donald Glover. And he's talking about the. Um, about the Lando series. And for a while there, you know, I know David talked about it for a bit saying like, hey, it really wasn't happening. But it's happening. It's it's, it's, it's happening. I think it's going to be very similar to the books. Um, the way that I would love for it to open, because we don't know how long that we're going to have. It's him on the Halcyon. What? It's him on the Halcyon. So it's going to open up. Oh. Well, look who decided to show up. Oh, David. Wow. Um, we are talking about special Donald- guest David Lozano, everyone. Uh, welcome, Tim. This is where you need a, like a little soundboard so you can do like a little audience like cheer. <laughs> um, we are talking about Donald Glover um, uh, in the new Lando series. Yeah, he was literally just talking crap about you, so you can chime in right now. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, what exactly did he say? He said that you didn't think that the Lando project was going to go through and that Land or that uh, Don Glover was not going to be a part of the project. Uh, I don't think I ever really said that. I think no. I other <laughs> okay, first off, you like twisted my words there. I said that that what David I'm said like, was... Over here. Yeah, <laughs> I know, geez, man. No. What we talked about in the past, David, was like like that project kind of dropped out the face of the earth, and that we that we really didn't really think it was you know happening anytime soon. 
Uh, kind of in the public eye, I think. Yeah, kind of yeah. dropped off. Uh, it was announced on that investor day call, and I think the thing yep. we got to kind of keep in mind is it was predicated and directed towards investors and not the fans. Clearly, so it's just gonna kind of pump up the stock price and yeah. get more confidence in, in Lucasfilm, which I don't really think you really need. To so, get as you can tell from David's comment, he's a he's gonna be a big fan of the show. Uh, uh yeah, I mean if Donald Glover actually does it, I mean I, would I think he a, will. I I I, I fan. It it sounds like from that Kimmel interview, he is doing it, but he was probably told not to talk about it. I um, also think, I mean, because of that panel that's going to be happening on twenty sixth, they will talk about like future projects. Like they'll yeah. talk about the Tales of the Jedi, and then they'll you know talk about droids. But I think they would. I I think a great intro would be like Donald Glover, um, like coming out on stage, like for that panel. I think that that would be like sick. Uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, that's one guy I'm thinking about who's going to show yeah. up. Hopefully, yeah. Liam Neeson shows up. That'd be that cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh man, dude. And maybe or, even Jimmy um, Kimmel might be a host. I could see that happening. I, I, I like honestly see that happening because it's it's gonna be happening in California because of and then Samuel Jackson steps out on stage. Bruh. That would be a great one too. I that so so it's gonna be a lot easier for I'd these people to do it because it's it's in Hollywood, it's in California. Um when like in Florida or you know, overseas or anything, it's it's a lot harder for those actors to get there. But since it's it's like right there and, and the heart of you know LA, it would one hundred percent make sense like for all these people to show up. Um, but yeah, cool cool stuff. Um, I think that we, if if they announce, ex- all right, do you think they'll announce like what exactly Taka's like actual? plot for his Star Wars project is? Like, at that panel, do you think he'll come Sorry, out on stage? And then... Taika Waititi? I think uh, there's a yeah. good probability that that actually happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know I said it. I was, I was like, you say like, a soft shell or a hard shell, Taka? No, 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 no. I... I knew that I was like, as soon as I was starting to speak, I was like, I'm going to butcher this name and I'm going to stutter all over it. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I am hoping that they end up, they end up. Uh, yeah, he might roll across stage too. I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. But he's got so much on his plate, though. I mean, he just. Yeah. I think he signed up to, for two other true. projects. That is very and true. And he's in he's in high demand, and he's he's one of the best talents out there. And mm-hmm. it was it was very very pragmatic and uh, strategic oh, to sign him early on but of course Lucasfilm does have a kind of a track record of doing that with, like with Lord Miller and Josh Trank and yeah. that stuff didn't work out but yeah some people have speculated that we are going to get more details on Taika's involvement because we haven't heard anything really on his project and that would be a lot of reassurance if he if he shows up, yeah, he's definitely on board, but a lot of people do feel like maybe it's not happening. Maybe it's going to be like a Ryan Johnson trilogy situation. Yeah, they talk about it, it. And then he just kind of goes away and media will ask him about it on red carpet. And Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. simply says, yeah, we're working on it. 
and that's about it. And then it's like, are you really? I mean, you just signed like a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix to do two more Knives Out films, and, and also you're starting so, your own production company. And it's like, I mean, all that stuff takes away your time from what you kind of quasi promised us with Star Wars. So it's like, is the Star Wars trilogy going to happen? I mean, well, re. And what's really funny is when the last Jedi were coming out, they were so confident in in like of that movie like yeah, very well yeah. because of when they appeared on Jimmy Kimmel, they ended up doing a whole sketch of of them being like, Yeah, so Ron Johnson is directing these new movies and we had a couple of ideas and they actually go to Ryan Johnson and they do like a like a, a like a long skit of just kind of dropping ideas of what the new trilogy, what the new trilogy could be. And when the movie came out, it was like, all right, we got terrible backlash from your movie. We we're, we're, we're probably going to go in a different direction. Now, if James was here, he would say otherwise, but we all know I'm right. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, but you are right though. They had supreme confidence in Ryan yeah. Johnson and that just made me feel going into The Last Jedi that that was probably going to be my most favorite Star Wars film because mm-hmm. it was in the middle slot like The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then we saw like the crate scene kind of mirroring what Hoth was. And it's like, oh my gosh, they're really going to give us some of the old, but give us some of the new stuff. And we all had our like preconceptions of Luke Skywalker destroying the Jedi and maybe recreating something else and becoming well, we more than what the Jedi were. I mean, we. I, th- I think a lot of the fans had so many expectations, and then well, yeah, what we got was <laughs> not what we were expecting. And I, I think that we were kind of expecting the unexpected uh, to a certain point, but I mean, it was just something totally different. Well, yeah, but yeah. So, well, we've had I that think... conversation many times. Before. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say. <laughs> We are starting to sound like a broken record. But I think that Celebration is going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. I am so excited for it, bro. And it's it coming is. up next month. It's going to be sick. Man, it feels um, like it's next weekend. I know, Honestly, dude. It's you know, going to get here quick. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pent-up nerdism that has to be dispensed over the past couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they haven't had Celebration since Chicago. 2019. It's crazy sauce. Uh, and Carl, all right, and then also Carl Weathers confirms that the Mandalorian season three has finished filming. Oh, yeah, he just simply like tweeted it out. Yeah, and <laughs> Christopher Lloyd being part of that, I have no idea why, but I'm just really, really excited about that. I'm really excited about him being Ooh, part of Star Wars. That's so cool to me. Um, and yeah, I they're think keeping, they're, they're keeping with that whole motif of. If Star Wars continued after Return of the Jedi, who would they cast during yeah. the 80s? Yep. I think that's and a pretty cool thing with like Michael Bean and of course Jamie Lee Curtis was like yeah. rumored and then she backed out. Yeah, and then like I... John Williams and John Mellencamp would do like a cameo like for like the, <laughs> the film score. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's I'm I'm really excited for season three of Mando. I I I think it's gonna be crazier than before. I think we will get. I think. I think this season, Amanda, will end up kind of driving into what the Ahsoka series will be. I Did think you guys talk about uh, Giancarlo yeah. Esposito saying that it's going to come out in the summer? Yeah, yeah. We um uh, on the Rich Eisen Rich Eisen yeah, show, I believe. Yeah. We like talked a little bit about that of of where he will be um 
where like they were talking about it, it dropping out the summer and then we talked about how that would clash with Kenobi and the indoor series and possibly the Bad Batch and all that. Um, Marvel too. I mean, yeah, they're going to be overwhelmed it. with content. Yeah. What's uh, Thor: Love and Thunder is coming out in July, right? Mm-hmm. July. And, uh, I don't know what Matt is a Thor expert. Yeah, Matt. it's July. I just don't know the specific date. Oh my gosh! Is I there a specific? Hey, yes, there is a specific <laughs> date. How dare you! I just wanted to say that so I could get you guys to leave me alone for a second while I Google it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but Kenobi should be done by then. This should definitely be done by then. Uh, so that will leave the window. For July 8th. I did it. July 8th, okay. I wanted to so, say July 10th, nice. so I was going to ruin So I, I guess that does open up for Mando Season 3, or that opens up the window for... The Bad Batch. I think the Bad Batch would be better. And that was the original plan was to have it like in in the mid year, as far as I'm aware of. And yeah, then they're Andor a bad was gonna be panel. this fall. So yeah, if they end up yeah, so if the they whole end cast up, will be there basically. Man, crazy. Yeah, two like people, D. Bradley Baker yeah. and, and and yeah. Yeah. And one, uh, say it. <laughs> trying to find the words here. Yeah. Omega. Oh, who who voices Omega? Chick. And <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. We got Josh right here. He can do the accent. No. No, no. Dude. I'm good. No, man. Yeah. Dang. Dang. All right. Well, Rekka? there you go. Chick. Hands Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a rad accent, man. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of accents. Yeah. 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 All right. So well, anyways, Michelle Ang. Yes, name? Michelle Ang. That's her name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There was a couple more people that I forgot to mention earlier on the guest list. If you want me to go over them now, go there ahead. More other people. So there was. Uh, I I did mention. I forgot to mention uh, Tim Rose. Um, Adam Black right, will be there. Margo. <laughs> Margo Apostolo. So who's that? She was an Ewok. Oh, oh yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because of she, she Ewok Topkat. And then like, there's someone playing. else. Yeah, because there's uh, Kevin Thompson. Another Ewok. Played, uh, Ewok. Chub Chub Ray. Yeah. Uh, name. Yeah, but. Uh, and then the adopted, uh, and then the son of George Lucas. Yeah, he's gonna be there because because of he he played the Jedi that saved Bail Organa, which I, I I was actually at my parents' house and I actually found his action figure. I was like, ooh, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but he's gonna be there. There's a lot of people that that we already figured that. That are going to be there. There's also the actress who plays Black Croissantin as well. Carrie Jones. Yeah. We yep. did mention him. Yep. Katie Sackoff. Yep. We, knew, we mentioned Jonas Swatomo. Yep. We mentioned him too. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think uh, who else will be there? I think George, George Lucas is going to. Doug Chang. <laughs> yeah. Doug Ryan too. I, so here's. All right. So. Here's my first three movie levels 
review for the Lego oh, Skywalker God. saga. All right. I, like, I thought we were almost done. I like already talked to time. Josh a, a, a tiny bit about this, so it sounds like this will kind of be a debate. But I think they I think they did the prequels dirty. I think they it felt I don't want to say rushed because it took them a very long time to make. I, do you think game. that this is just because that was like your first Lego Star Wars games were the prequel ones and you played the crap out of those? So now that when you're in the future trying to play this game, you feel like it wasn't as much as you had. Nothing played. can compare. Yeah. Like, I. Because you had like a whole game with the last ones that you played. And that's right. like your childhood one. You have that nostalgia around that. Then you come to this, you're like, I would like the same thing. But it is a shortened down version because not only do you have these three episodes, you have all the episodes plus Mandalorian right. content and all this. And it's like, hey, if you want 100% this game, it's going to be at least 50 hours. Like you got to put yeah. in some hours into this game. So I don't really have a problem with the like the first three episodes being uh, air quotes rushed. If I still had the content towards the future, yeah, if that makes sense. Um, also, you got to remember this game is also open concept, whereas last one was only campaign based. Yeah, so like you have like where that last one you would spend all of your time in the campaign. With this one, you only spend yeah. like a third of your time on your campaign. Right, I know, but but to me, that's where the opportunity was missed because of, for example, you you I I, I think I was talking to David about this. And, and, and the original Lego Star Wars game was like, they totally cut out what would have been a cool chase scene of where Obi-Wan was on the creature Boga on Utapah chasing Grievous in his like wheel speeder thing. Like that would have been sick. That would have been, and, and they actually have made Boga in Lego. What is this? Um, just that, another that, mind runner? That, 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 that was mind? an actual set and they... They completely missed the opportunity in the first game, and they completely missed the opportunity in this game. And Doesn't then like they, uh, like and then that. they also, they also, yes, uh, they also butchered, in my opinion, Order sixty six. And I understand that it's like this game is E for everyone. I understand, but they, but they treated like Order sixty six was nothing. Like if you're at the temple, like after Order sixty six, and uh, and 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 you're, you know trying to leave Coruscant and go to Mustafar, and you're leaving the Jedi Temple, there's only blaster marks everywhere. The entire Jedi Temple is empty, completely empty. And that was like... Well, yeah, your body responds. Duh. Well, I, well, I mean, well, I... I, <laughs> I, I understand that, but I'm talking about... But do you want to be Anakin just, like, cutting down younglings and they, like... Pop no, like I'm not pieces. saying It's that. like that one... It's like that one uh, campaign level in Modern Warfare 2 that you can skip because it's no oh, Russian. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying... <laughs> it's like I'm no not saying, It's no Russian. I'm not saying anything like that. I am... Uh, I'm saying that this was the darkest thing in the galaxy. And, um, and, and it's a tragic thing. And it's, they... It's Lego. I understand that. Love I understand that. But I'm all about like attention to detail, and it was annoying that that, that you like take this seriously, only... and then Lego's like, ha ha, lol, it's Lego. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It it, it 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 was just annoying to leave the. You're lucky they didn't um, add like a dance to, to this. To leave the library, and then you walk through, and it's just blaster marks everywhere, and then it was like, oh okay, and then you walk out, and then you have clones waiting for you, and I was like, oh cool. The but Lego cleanup crew was way better than the live action one. <laughs> well, yeah, um, no, I, I, 
I just like the attention to detail and things. I think all the lightsaber fights were great. Um, I, Josh and I played um, the Phantom Menace one where we actually got to fight Darth Maul. That was really, really cool, actually. Um, of, of, of the actual co-op of when you're playing with someone else. the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I think the sequel trilogy will actually be really cool because we've never seen it done before. Um, because of... We've seen one, two, and three, four, five, and six done. We've only seen The Force Awakens, but we never get to play Lego The Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. So it's completely new content where 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 we can't be like, oh, well, well, they did this in the first game and they didn't do it in this game. So it's 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 going to be something where we can't base it off. Of. But the the other the other thing for me was the pod race that felt so fast. Like you, it was so hard to dodge things. It's a race. And yeah, well, I understand that, it's a but game. but <laughs> it also felt like you could auto automatically win as well. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and okay. that that kind of took the fun out of it because it was like, okay, I can just sit here try with my and controller lose. and try and lose, but somehow I will pass the ball. What do you think? Your every single thing. What do you, I what think, do you think that takes the fun out of it? Okay. Um, do you think that? you can go into like your level of accessibility in this game. Um, do you feel like anyone could pick it up and be able to enjoy it? Or do you feel like because it's not enough challenge for you, you kind of have like a, like you're like, I don't really like it as much. I think through every movie, oh, there, there's more challenges. I remember because of my wife's actually, starting to play the the Lego Harry Potter games and there are levels where she's like, I don't know what's going on. Like like I'm I'm I, I will go on YouTube and I'll look up something and it's like, no, let's let's just figure it out because of I Lego haven't had any I haven't had any challenges like that yet in the game. And I'm hoping I do. Um because of I don't want it to be where like I, I don't want hand I don't want handouts. I want to like actually, you don't want handouts. Nope, nope. You're done. Um, Is that a solo pun or a Hondo pun? Hondo pun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Yep, he's done. Um, yeah, but uh, just kidding. Yeah, but yeah, no. I, I, I like the prequels. I was playing re- the last battle and re bunch of the set, and that actually was really cool. Um, I thought that lightsaber fight was a lot better than what we got. Uh, Patrick D says, totally agree with Colin. Also, they didn't include Anakin on the speeder bike to find his mother, and all you did was run a 10, um, was run 10, 10, 10 seconds away from the Lars homestead, and you were right at the Tuscan camp. I, yes, that was another thing. There were, so, no, again, Patrick Dempsey like, was a we are, um, we are talking about, you know, like, very tragic things in Star Wars that we want in the game, but I think that's what, that's what made like the things in the movies more emotional and when you're dealing with games like this like yes it's a lego game but at the same time it's you know what josh was kind of talking about where it should have been you know pointed towards all audiences um joseph jansen says also just my opinion the only reason why i really like this game is the expansive open world it's awesome i couldn't care less about the campaign because i played every single lego star wars from the past I agree with that too. I love the open world. I I remember playing Phantom Medicine going to um to uh not not Moss. Uh to to Moss Espa 
and just walking around. I'm like, this is sick. I can't wait till I go to Tatooine. I can't wait until I go, you know, explore it more. Um, but they don't they don't have any character customization yet. They hinted at that they're going to add it soon, but they don't have character customization yet. And that's disappointing um, because of that was always a great thing to do to make your character and then explore. And now they have open world and you can't make your character. That's a letdown. That's a huge letdown. Um, I actually would like to talk to Josh about that because I'm not sure if he knows about that yet. Josh. I am back. I have returned. What is up? Uh, All right. So there's open world and everything, and that's great. But they don't have character customization. How do you feel about that? Um, Because I'm I'm really really bummed that they don't have that. Because of it's an open world now. Like like it's it's multiple open world and and the game. Like yeah, there's definitely no character customization. That was kind of fun. That was definitely a a fun little aspect. But I don't. I never thought it wasn't. It wasn't anything more than just like a cute little gimmick. Like you could bring them along, and then you know it's like, hey, like if you're using this kind of thing, then you'll have the ability to open this or, or this. Whereas yeah. I think we have enough characters to be like, go play the entire game with every single character. You won't have enough time. No, because of I, and then I, I kind of see why they didn't do it, and and I think it did hint out that they that they will do it in the future, but. There's over 300 characters to beat. So could you imagine the customization options of like, of just going through everything? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't know how much people would actually use it. It's, it's a missing feature, but I I don't think like that many people would even be like, I need to. I would use it. I would honestly use the crap out of it because of this is our only real open world Star Wars game like like this. Yes, yes there's the old republic games, but this is more of where you're actually in control of where you press the button than it actually happens. Okay. So that is that's something I always wanted as a kid. Okay. And we and and this is kind of our first like version of that that's not, you know, like Grand Theft Auto or anything like that, but it's like Lego. So I think they will do it in the future. They've hinted at it. Um, but yeah, that's just me. I know A New Hope will be great. I think the Death Star Trench run will be really cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for, um, for the rest of the stuff as well because of the, the prequels will always be my favorite like growing up because I grew up with those movies and watching them in the theater and stuff. But I remember when I watched A New Hope for the first time, that was a, that was like my opening experience with Star Wars. So re, replaying that in a new way, I think that's going to be really, really cool. But yeah, that is that is my review of the first trilogy of the prequels in the game. Dang, seven. Well, Joseph, I'm glad you have time because this I guy. <laughs> Dang, oh. Oh no, don't say that. He is saying all right, David's laughing, but we can't hear anybody. Unmute yourself. Um uh no, um Joseph Jensen said that that I will be disappointed by the trench run. I'm really hoping that's not true. That's come on man. It is what it is, Colin. I think the open world stuff will be cool. I, I, I can't wait to actually explore that. Um, I like already like the aspect of where you can get the ship and go to different parts of the planet, but then when you actually go to space and then you can actually like fight, it's very short. Okay, 
Mm. No, it's a very short man, actually. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. As uh, as as long as long as I can be Max Rebo hopping into the into the Millennium Falcon, I'll be satisfied because he's a playable character. So. So was the deluxe edition worth? Yes, yes. They, I, I, I think it is. All of the characters they have in there are super, super cool. Um, and it sounds like they will have. What's the extra content the that you shows. get? Um, you get Bad Batch, Mando season one and two, Rebels characters, uh, the the twentieth anniversary. Obi Wan Kenobi, so it's it, it it's like him as like as as like he's yellow, he's got you know it's like the classic. Um, Not he yellow. <laughs> there's a couple of things I forget, but they also have a glitch right now, which I which they still haven't fixed, and it's where there's a glitch of where if you're Mando and you end up like if if you're Mando and Grogu. And uh, and then you, if you end up like switching to, I think it's where you switch to Mando and then you switch back to Grogu. Um, Grogu eats a frog. It glitches, and then you can have like multiple characters of that, and then you can change the characters. So a lot of people have been going to Coruscant and being Anakin, and uh, and and they end up doing that glitch with Grogu, and then they make all 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 of like the like the glitch versions of Grogu into clones. Um, but yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, I never stop fueling the fire. Spoiler, you see. Actually, I actually did want to talk about that. Um, they Wait, so know. so they are doing the series on YouTube where it's talking about like like creatures and stuff like that. But now they're doing one about like I guess they're younglings of different species, and there's and there's um, there's like a small baby version of. Max Rebo in the show. Is he wearing a diaper? Ha! Do you have the Lego version of Max Rebo? I do. Just wondering. Yeah. I got that as a Christmas gift from my wife. Wow, Mac. I've got a lot of Max Rebo stuff as gifts. Max Rebo tattoo? Maybe so. You know maybe maybe soon. But, but I actually got this Funko Ooh. Pop as an early birthday present. Nice. I didn't know you didn't have that. I was about to buy that for you. Oh. Well, don't. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was, I would have bought it, and then I would just been like, "Hey, Colin, look what I got you," and then just like throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, I, and, and then I would have been like, "Hey, look, it's fine." And then no! took, yeah, and then you would took that one and used the worst part on the ground. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, uh, I think that's really everything. It's like the Annabelle dolly destroys and it keeps coming back. No, oh, jeez. Like... <laughs> Max, Rebo. yeah, Max Rebo has just become like the cockroach of the galaxy. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, that is uh, that's that's really it, guys. I think for, I think I think that's it. Yep. For this week, um, May May Fourth is approaching. We'll probably get more announcements on May Fourth for Star Wars Celebration. We'll like probably get some type of teaser or something for Celebration or a future show. But yeah, that's it. And I'm pretty sure that um, we'll be doing some sorts of uh, some sort. Of uh of live event on that day. On, uh, I, 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 I will be. I will be. I will be. I don't know what. I don't know what we're exactly doing. We'll be doing something. I no. just don't know what yet. We'll be at the movie theater watching Doctor Strange. I'll be no because it May. doesn't. <laughs> that's it doesn't. Wrong. It doesn't come that's to theaters wrong. till May fifth on that's that Thursday, wrong. and then like you know the normal 
proceedings. Because we already got our tickets. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we <laughs> do. Yeah. Ah, I, I thought Booyah. I heard like Ray say something like it comes out on May fourth. No, out, it's. I think the technical release day is May sixth, but um, a lot of them ah, are doing okay. it like they'll release it like the night of May fifth. Yeah, theaters. Hmm. So I think we're seeing it May. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, May fourth is on a Wednesday. So yep. podcast on Wednesday. So yep. Um, I will we'll be at Galaxy's Edge. Chris will be at Galaxy's Edge too. It will be his first time going, so I'm super excited. Chrissy, Chris, yep. what are you doing? Me? <laughs> no, Josh. <laughs> Do like a largemouth bass in my like like <laughs> on a screen. Josh always makes that face. <laughs> I was just like, wow, he's going to go to Galaxy's Edge? That's amazing. Yeah, was, shocker. Yeah. But yeah, mm. but yeah. all right. Well, well, from everyone from the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, we love you all. Please go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple right Podcasts. We're all on there. Please go give us a five-star review. We, we love you guys. We're on Patreon. And you know what? I'm just going to call Josh out right now. Send me the stuff. Send me the stuff for Patreon so we can get that up, man. Send it to me. Okay. Sorry. What? You know exactly what. Okay. What? Um, what? In with the Patreon, but. Uh, okay. You're done. With that Patreon! Being said, <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, we love you all. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Love you. Beep, beep.